This is The Top, where I interview entrepreneurs who are number one or number two in their industry in terms of revenue or customer base. You'll learn how much revenue they're making, what their marketing funnel looks like, and how many customers they have. I'm now at $20,000 per talk. Five and six million. He is hell-bent on global domination. We just broke our 100,000 unit soul mark. And I'm your host, Nathan Latka. When I do webinar interviews or I give big speeches to thousands of people all over the world, I usually will talk about data and sometimes show my dashboards, like my SaaS dashboard as I'm growing my SaaS company to top inbox, or my website dashboard, which shows how I take impressions to convert them into email leads and convert them into customers for NathanLacka.com. The funny thing is, guys, I build these dashboards with myself, no developer, and it's basically free, and I use one tool to do it. You can see the tool at nathanlacka.com forward slash analytics. I'll tell you more later in the show. All right, guys, I talked about this earlier, but I schedule like so many meetings that would blow your mind. I mean, all my podcast interviews, right? Hundreds of entrepreneurs I talk to monthly. I schedule, and you know what? I do it so efficiently. I get them all to agree to my calendar, so all the calls are back to back to back. That means I'm not switching in between tasks all day long. I get them to batch so that I can be very efficient. It's so critical. And I use a tool called Acuity Scheduling to do this at NathanLacka.com forward slash schedule. It eliminates the back and forth between me and people I'm trying to meet with. It makes it very simple. And most importantly, they help me keep my no-show rate very low because they send out reminders. Helps you look very professional. So go to NathanLacka.com forward slash schedule to sign up and you get a great deal you know you guys know this i hit people hard i make great deals and gavin the ceo has given us a great deal if you sign up like normal people okay on their website you only get a 14-day free trial if you use my link nathanmica.com forward slash schedule you get 45 days free okay it's the best it's free go to nathanmica.com forward slash schedule right now to sign up and i'll see you there Nathan Lacka here. This is episode 650. Coming up tomorrow morning, you'll learn from Garth of a company called Pipple Indexes, which it indexes 3.5 billion people and helps get you contact data that really works, like email addresses. Good morning, everybody. My guest this morning is Benjamin Cohen. He's the CEO and is leading T-Rex with a strong vision for the future of enterprise financial technology and its impact on marketing and making markets more transparent and efficient. He has built the T-Rex team and the T-Rex software platform by combining the most sustainable elements of finance with modern software as a service technology. Benjamin, are you ready to take us to the top? I'm ready, Nathan. All right. Tell us what that means. Elements of finance with modern SaaS technology. What's T-Rex do? So T-Rex is a fintech company that makes complex capital markets more liquid by making them more transparent and efficient. And are so, the... what a... Yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. Um, I, I was going to say that, that that means that you, you sort of take everything that uh, happened during the financial crisis, what happened? There was a lack of transparency and a lack of efficiency, especially in markets that were not as well covered. And uh, that lack of transparency meant that there was a lack of price discovery and assets just didn't trade. And so capital was constrained and thus you had no liquidity. So getting to, to that ultimate liquidity is the key for these smaller, more esoteric markets. And I'm seeing kind of in the screenshot and the research I did on the, on the site, you've got like th this image where it says tranche A, 113, tranche B, $213, tranche C, and then residual, et cetera, with maps and things plotted. I mean, are you basically taking these things that were th these very bad things that were all wrapped up together, that put lipstick on them and made them look very pretty in the form of a AAA rating and breaking them down so they're easier to track down? 
Exactly. So we're, we're providing institutional investors who are the ultimate holders of these capital who are holding all of our money in pension funds, insurance companies, et cetera. And we are providing them with a familiar framework where they can slice and dice everything uh, in as many ways as possible so they can get complete transparency into the risk. We're not de-risking things. We're just making that risk more transparent. Got it. And what's your model? How do you make money? So we have an enterprise SaaS model where we have subscribers and those subscribers can be anywhere in the ecosystem of a deal. Can be from the originator of an asset. If you look at our beachhead market, which is renewable energy, fintech for renewable energy, you can take somebody who is uh, who's putting in place a loan for you to put solar on your house. Yep. And you then have a 20 year contract to pay that back. So you have the originator of those assets, the intermediaries, the lending banks and the investment banks who are packaging these up and then ultimately the institutional investors, and they can all inter interact across our platform together. And what are they, just on average, so we don't have to break down individual customer cohorts, what are they paying you per month, would you say? They're paying anywhere from two to $20,000 a month, uh, and that depends on the functionality that they need. Okay, got it. And then take us back to, to kind of the history here. So what year did you launch this end? I launched this company almost exactly five years ago. Five years ago, two days from now. Uh, when I met with a venture capitalist out in San Francisco, saw that there was a big need in the renewable energy market, specifically in connecting it to capital markets because it had oh, been completely fragmented. Exactly, 2012. Was this a case where, you know, we have a lot of VCs on the show, some very successful ones like Elon Musk's first investor, and many of them will tell me the way they do deals is they actually, they target a space typically. They go mm -hmm. research the hell out of the space and then and then try and get in with the leader if they can, if not get in with second place. Was this a scenario where this VC brought you in because they were interested in this kind of solution and then you went and built it because of, you know, them convincing you? Uh, it was close to that, though. I, I actually had the solution in mind. I met with this VC uh, and it fit their investment Which thesis VC? perfectly. It was Ecosystem Integrity Fund. There are our Series A lead investor participated in our Series B as well. Uh, it's been tremendous at incubating the company from basically uh, pre-early stage through to, to this point in our success. And so obviously you're, you're not bootstrapped. How much total have you raised to date? We've raised about $5 million today. Okay. Or sorry, and not five. I, I undersold that. That was in our Series A. <laughs> uh, that we're, we're at $15 million. 15, one, five. And uh, I, I'd be shocked if all those were, were notes and debt. I'm assuming you've had, you've had a priced equity round at this point. We've had two priced equity rounds in A and a B. Nice. Very good. And uh, tell us more about the team. How many team members? We have 21 people on the team. Uh, we're based in New York, where I am at the moment. And we have almost half our team in Tel Aviv, Israel, where we have oh. uh, most of our software engineers. Uh, it's an incredible market for software engineering on par with New York City and the Bay and uh, and the, the talent there is just incredibly deep and, and very loyal. And economically, what makes it so comparable and competitive? The cost of living there is lower, um, but the, the market for software developers is also incredibly hot. Uh, and we, we, we have a, a good niche there in that we're fintech, uh, which is interesting. It's also challenging, which developers like. Um, and we're doing it uh, for our first market, which is renewable. So we're also doing some good for the world even though we're, we're entirely focused on risk and return and prov providing that analysis. Are you from Tel Aviv? our users? I'm not. I was coincidentally born in New York. My parents had just moved from South Africa, and I grew up in North Carolina. Oh, very cool. All right, and what is the, uh, that's really interesting. What is the, uh, how many customers are you serving uh, today, Q1 2017? We have over 225 users, uh, and including those that have renewed from the institutional investor and, and uh, originator of asset side. And when you say, you know, these terms get all mixed up all the time, when you say 225 users, are those, you know, paying customers? 
Yes, those are paying customers uh, or paying via uh, via transactions. So we, we want to get as many institutional investors as we can because that provides the liquidity aggregated on the platform that makes it attractive for the originators to come in and say, you know, look, we're, we want to sell this portfolio of assets. We have nobody to sell it to or it's impossible to sell it using old Microsoft Excel models. And so part of it is uh, a freemium upsell service on the institutional investor side where they can use us during the transaction process, but then they won't, uh, they won't be able to thereafter unless they, they pay for a subscription. So just to be clear, the investors are coming in kind of looking for different deals that originators have put together, which include basically different loan portfolios right now, specifically in the renewable energy sector. That's correct. Interesting. So for, for could a common man think of this like when they go to the bank and get a mortgage and it's BB&T, basically BB&T puts all those things together and tries to sell them to Fannie and Freddie. Same kind of model except for renewable energy. That's exactly right. And that, that market in mortgages has worked incredibly well, which has ultimately brought that common man's mortgage price down because BB&T is, is accessing uh, a much lower cost of capital by, because AIG has pretty low return thresholds. And, um, and so uh, the same thing is happening here in solar. Instead of having BB&T or your local credit union give you uh, a relatively high rate for, um, for your loan to put solar panels on your roof, those ultimately get packaged up. What would be relatively high, off. by the way? Uh, I mean, you can actually track uh, how these rates have come down over time from 8% to 6%. And now, now some of these loans for some of our customers, when they're ultimately securitized, uh, are sold for three and a half percent for the the top tier tranches. Descri uh, describe to everybody what securitized means. Uh, yes, that's exactly what you just described, Nathan. Okay. Where you package maybe ten thousand of these loans together and you put them into a security, and so that security is secured by the cash flow. So you're going to pay back your loan over twenty years, uh, and that is basically the collateral. That's yep. the value that that the investor is in investing. In. They want that return. Yeah, I know many of you guys, we've chatted about this one-on-one, -on -one, and there's a lot of you, obviously, that listen to every episode. But a good way to think about this, if just to make an analogy, is almost like a rubber band ball. Each rubber band is is kind of one mortgage for one new house. The bank then makes the rubber band ball, makes it look pretty, and tries to you know sell it somewhere else. And when that that is what securitization is, Benjamin, is that right? Yeah, that's awesome. a really good analogy. Interesting. Okay, so is the math, going back to your business, is the math as simple? I mean, can I take 225 customers paying a minimum of two grand per month and assume you're doing well north of 450 grand in MRR? Uh, that's reasonable. We don't disclose these numbers now. Okay. Um, but, I, but we, yeah, uh, in our first six months of revenue, uh, which was last year, last year it, it took us a couple of years to build the platform <clears throat> to get across uh, renewable energy project finance and all of capital markets and do uh -huh. it better than anybody else out there. So 2016 was was meant to be our first year of, uh, of revenue, and in our first six months of revenue generation, we were into uh, seven figures of ARR. Oh, that's great. I mean, that's very, very successful. Um, how many? So you put in a significant amount of time pre-revenue. I mean, imagine you put a lot of money into this thing before you saw your first dollar revenue. How much did you invest before before that first sale came through? I invested two years of my time before <laughs> getting paid a dollar, um, and and basically two years before we raised our Series A capital, and then. Um, another year and a half of fully building out the infrastructure with a with a full team um, before launching and, and and really before hiring our first salesperson who we hired from Bloomberg. Well, Benjamin, but seriously, so where'd you get that money from? How, how'd you fund all that initial development? So going back to my history, which uh, put me in a good place to, to launch this company in the first place, I spent the first five years of my career at Macquarie Bank in energy capital markets, and it was a tremendous training. I lived through the financial crisis, which fascinating to be uh, in the front row 
for and uh, and also saw how finance was changing in some ways that were good and more conservative in some ways that were just not learning from the past and realized that fintech was really going to be the pipework that maybe is not the sexiest part of finance, but it's going to grease the wheels of capitalism uh, and make finance more robust. And so that's what I wanted to create. Renewable energy presented a great blank slate of a market. And uh, so I took everything and basically invested uh, my life savings into this. And, well, and then went on raise money. What was how much did you put? And people love understanding risk and how much you really put your put your money on the line. I mean, we're talking more than a million bucks of your own capital you put in before you saw dollar revenue, or what? No, we did a pretty good job of of bootstrapping for the first couple of years, but uh, not not that much of my own capital. But it was well into the six figures. Got it. Good. And then um, take us through some of the cost economics advantages you have, specifically with the software engineering Tel Aviv team. On average, I mean, what do you what do you pay kind of a junior engineer coming out of Tel Aviv? Is it in the you know eighty ninety range? Um, we don't disclose those numbers because they're sensitive and oh, no, no, uh, this no. is all, all public. Yeah, but Benjamin, it, don't not don't tell me what your people make. I'm saying for other people looking to get lower cost of development, uh, what see. could they expect? I see. So I think you can expect basically 50% of what people would make in either New York or the Bay Area markets. And obviously you lose some efficiencies by having people in different time zones and really just not co-located. Uh, but the other, the, the big advantage that I've found in working with our tremendous team in Tel Aviv is the depth of knowledge that they have. Everybody there uh, basically has a bachelor's in computer science, probably a master's in computer science, and did time in the army, many of them in computer science-oriented roles. Um, and so they have unbelievably deep and disciplined training, and then they're incredibly loyal to the product, to their team, and to the company on the whole. And so we have no attrition, which for a very hot startup market is also incredibly valuable uh, and and just uh, tremendous for the company and our development. Do they all have equity? Do you use that as as an incentive yes. or no? Oh, they do. Absolutely. Okay. Every everybody in the company, every employee in the company has equity, so that we're all uh, aligned in our incentives. That's good. Sole founder, or you have co-founders? Sole founder, uh, which I, I would do differently if there were an option to have co-founders to to share the load. Oh come on, um, Benjamin! Then, you love the control. It's good. You can get your vision going faster. Uh, I, I would happily delegate every, <laughs> everything uh, when I can find better people to, to do it than I can. Awesome. Talk to me about some of the economics around uh, customer behaviors and stickiness. Anyone has anyone started paying you and left? Uh, no, we have not had anybody pay us and leave. We have only thus far, and, and remembering that it is very early, we had a couple customers in 2015 paying customers um, that have since renewed and one of them at more than four times the rate that they came in at. So part of our strategy is land and expand. Okay. You know, if we have to discount for the first year, we expect these, we expect to be incredibly sticky because you're not going to go back to an Excel model that operates 4,000 times slower and T-Rex, and that's just sort of baseline On VBA code. At best. Yeah. What um, Every SaaS business has different triggers that allows them to drive expansion revenue. Sometimes it's seat-based, sometimes it's usage-based, sometimes it's additional product features. What leverage are you using to drive a 4X ARPU expansion year over year? Uh, the first and the last. So we can sell additional seats, uh, and with that particular customer, it's selling more modules and selling access to a marketplace. And so this gets to our vertical expansion uh, we can expand horizontally into to different markets and thus sell different modules. But we can also expand vertically where we actually, you, know, you can share models very easily across the TRX platform that has facilitated transactions. And we're now introducing uh, later in 2017, automated marketplace functionality where these transactions can actually be facilitated across the platform. 
So a couple of years ago, we, we set up our own broker dealer so we could earn success fees around that. And are you, in terms of bringing on new customers, you mentioned you got someone from Bloomberg. Uh, you know, when you look at kind of a fully weighted CAC, so paid marketing expenses plus kind of mm-hmm. inside sales folks, or what are you looking at typically? Um, it, it is entirely dependent on the on the customer. We will have very small solar customers where we effectively have no CAC uh, because they will just sign up online on our site and use a credit card. Uh, and then you have very large customers that, uh, you know, major investment banks, uh, a la JP Morgan Citibank, for example, that could take a year to convert. And so, you know, the, the all-in CAC there can approach high uh, tens of thousands. Yep. What um, are you doing? Any literally like paid marketing expenses per month, sponsoring any financial newsletters, anything like that? We are very involved in the conference circuit, uh, okay. especially with these larger these larger customers. Um, it's very high touch and, and public, but where they can literally see you. And so I, I was at a conference last week. I'll be at another one next week. And then out in Vegas at the, at the major structured finance conference where I'll, I'll moderate a panel and we'll have a booth um, in a few weeks time with, with a handful of our team. So what are, I mean, are these like 20, 30, 40, $50,000 per conference sponsorship kind of things you're doing? No, we, we can do it uh, at 10,000 or under. Oh, great. We, we just need to be there because we don't have huge competition. And so if, if we needed to have a bigger presence to sort of um, outdo the, the guy next door, then it would cost us a lot more. But because we're, we're competing with in-house Excel models, uh, we just need to be on people's radar. Yep. You mentioned uh, you went up through Series B. When was that round? What, when did you close it? We closed that November 15th. It closed exactly on time in spite okay. of the election. Good. <laughs> well, yeah, you're thinking two things. Get it done before so it's all safe and done or wait till after exactly. and risk all the risk. <laughs> exactly. When I was recently in New York meeting dozens and dozens of you that listened to the show, I showed many of you guys my SaaS analytics dashboard. I also showed you my website and a conversion dashboard from impression to free trial to paying customer. Along with many other dashboards I use in my business, like my social media command center and a few others. Now, all of these are built with one tool. I just dragged and dropped them together. You can see how I did that at NathanLacka.com forward slash analytics. That's NathanLacka.com forward slash analytics. Now, these dashboards, guys, are critical to my business. You know, I refresh them on my mobile phone right when I wake up in the morning. I roll over and boom, refresh. I'll refresh them right before I'm about to take off on a flight because I'm just addicted to data and numbers. They drive my business. So I think they probably drive your business too. You can see my dashboards, how I use them at nathanlacka.com forward slash analytics. Now, if you go through the regular website, that's the tool is called Clipfolio, you only get 14 days free. You go through my link, you get 90 days free. So I got a great deal for you guys. It does expire. So you got to go there now. Guys, I get asked all the time, Nathan, you host all these interviews, hundreds of them per month. How do you do them efficiently? And guys, the answer is simple. People always agree to my calendar, back-to-back meetings. I batch my interviews to stay very efficient. And the way that I do it is I use a tool called Acuity Scheduling at nathanlatka.com forward slash schedule. And the reason I use them is very simple. They keep my no-show rate very low because they send out reminders about when the interview or the meeting is coming up. And also, they make it very easy to schedule time, right? I don't have to go back and forth via email 10,000 times with people I'm trying to meet with. Okay, at nathanlatka.com forward slash schedule. It helps me so much. And by the way, look, I like have so many meetings. I'm the best at meetings, okay? I do them back-to-back, very, very efficient. You guys know me. Many people say I'm the most efficient they've ever seen. Okay, so I use the tool. It's so efficient. And by the way, I got Gavin. I said, Gavin, he's the CEO. I said, I want a great deal for my people. He said, Nathan, well, most people get a 14-day trial. Isn't that great? I said, no. 
He's given us a 45-day free trial at NathanLatka.com forward slash schedule. That's not going to stay up forever, so go get it now. NathanLatka.com forward slash schedule. All right, Benjamin, let's wrap up here with the famous five. Number one, what's your favorite business book? It's an unconventional book for business book. It is Robert Cialdini's Influence, which I first read in college and have attempted to read uh, as much of it as I can every year since then. And it is a, a psychological insight into people's motivations and how people work. And I found it incredibly useful in every interaction with my team, with customers, with investors uh, and the market more broadly. Number two, is there a CEO you're following or studying? Uh, the, the one that I look at is uh, Elon Musk more than anybody. Just his, his long-term vision and what he's actually been able to build out of that is tremendous. Not to mention the fact that I'm a James Bond fan and he seems very much like Drax from Moonraker. <laughs> Number three, what's your favorite online tool like Wealthfront? Uh, the one that I have to say that I use far and away the most often and get by far the most value out of is LinkedIn. Uh, we use it for, for everything from successful recruiting mandates where we're not paying recruiters tens of thousands of dollars that we would otherwise, uh, to just looking up people's resumes. Number uh, four, how many hours of sleep do you get every night? I get somewhere between six and seven and a half. And it's usually on the lower end during the week because uh, my answer to your next question is that I'm married with a three-year-old. <laughs> You've listened to a few episodes, huh? I have indeed. Are, did, you, did you enjoy them? Yeah, yeah, it's, it's great. I, I love your style. Good, I appreciate that. Okay, so so married, uh, a little one, three months old, unbelievable. Three uh, three years old, three, three years, years old. Okay, got it, three years old. So. Yeah, she, she's very active. I was going to say, if you're three months old and you're getting six point, you know, 6.7 hours of sleep, that's actually pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> and how, how, how old are you, Benjamin? <laughs> I'm 33. All right, last question. Take us back 13 years. What do you wish your 20-year-old self knew? Uh, I wish that I knew that not everything was of the utmost consequence for my entire life, as in just because something was going to change or something didn't work out didn't mean that that dictated how everything was going to be for the rest of my life. And so it is great to make mistakes. It is great to fail so long as there are, are good learnings that I can incorporate in my life thereafter. There you guys have it from Benjamin at T-Rex. Those mistakes will not drown you for life. You'll learn from them and move on. He's got a team of uh, 21 between New York and a 10-person software engineering team in Tel Aviv. Launched his company in 2012 to bring more transparency into the securitized kind of model, specifically right now in the renewable energy space, over $15 million raised, past seven figures in ARR in their first six months of kind of turning revenue on. Now somewhere around 225 paying customers, paying between two grand and 20 grand per month. So somewhere around 450 grand a month, they're occurring revenue, zero churn. In fact, a net negative revenue churn with expansion churn, CACs ranging from no touch online up to 50 grand in a high touch kind of conference driven model. Benjamin, you're sitting on a rocket ship. Thank you, man, for taking us to the top. Thank you very much for having me on, Nathan. If you enjoyed Benjamin today, go back and listen to Pablo yesterday. Pablo's company, Ola Gus, raised $1.4 million, helping clients automate support with artificial intelligence. It would mean the world to me if you guys got any value from this episode, if you would go leave a review on iTunes right now and then subscribe. You know, I hustle like heck to get these episodes out every freaking day for you guys. And trust me, I love it. I would do it with no listeners. But boy, oh boy, it makes my day and it makes my team's day when we see great reviews and get your feedback. So thanks so much. 
Okay, Top Tribe, I love giving away free money. I feel like Oprah giving away cars, and I have something special for you today. How many of you have heard our super sharp guests talk about success they've had with Facebook and Google ads? Well, all of you listening right now, yes, if you're listening, you get $100 in free AdWords. Here's how you get it, okay? Again, thanks for listening. Get the free $100 from Google, right, when you sign up with my website host provider, HostGator. Go sign up now to get your free money. HostGator.com forward slash Nathan. Again, that's HostGator.com forward slash Nathan. So guys, I'm so glad to be back in Austin. I just got back from a major tour of Southeast Asia, went to Sydney, Bangkok, Bali, and Japan. And you know, I always get sick when I travel. And this particular trip, my gosh, 15 different airports, 20 different hotels. I mean, imagine flushing in airport bathrooms. I was worried about germs and getting all the nutrition I need. I mean, finding a restaurant in Japan, difficult because nothing's in English. So it was hard enough to figure out the train system. But my point is, I had a guy named Drew Cannoli on the show who said, Nathan, if you're concerned about that, take these little green packets with you. You just mix them once per day with water. They'll keep you super healthy. You get all your nutrients and they'll keep you from getting sick. So I took them and guys, they worked unbelievably well. I got no sickness, just mixed them with water once per day. They didn't make my water bottles all sticky. That's like nice. A lot of these mixers, they make them sticky. It was very clean and smooth. Took them once per day, never got sick. So they've got 11 superfoods and they're perfect if you're not traveling, but you're just on the go from your office to work. So you can check them out at NathanLatka.com forward slash juice. That's NathanLatka.com forward slash juice.